This is Southern Gospel Now, a look at the current artists and songs shaping Southern Gospel music. I'm Greg Goodman. We start this week with Lauren Talley, who just made the plunge into a full-time solo ministry after the retirement of her parents, Roger and Deborah, and the group The Talleys. Lauren comments. The official first date for the kickoff of the Lauren Talley Solo Circus. <laughs> That's not its official name. That's just my affectionate nickname for my solo career. Our very first date as a full-time operation. Lauren Talley commenting there about her performance at Bill Bailey's Winter Convention Monday, February 1st. Also appearing on the bill at that performance was Joseph Habedank. Lauren says that she and Joseph have been dubbed the Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton of Southern Gospel Music. I would call that a high honor, wouldn't you? Recently, Tribute Quartet ended the speculation as to who their new bass singer would be. As they announced this in a live concert, Gary Casto tells us about the new member of Tribute. I am so excited to uh, bring Ian Owens on board with Tribute Quartet. Uh, to me, he's one of the finest bass singers in the business today with a lot of experience. You know, he uh, he sang with the Imperials. Uh, at one time, he was with Ernie Haas and Signature Sound and recently with Sold Out Quartet. After speaking with lots of bass singers and, and singing with some and spending time with Ian, we knew that he was the right man for the job. We're excited about the future of Tribute Quartet with Ian Owens. Ian tells us he has had his eye on Tribute Quartet throughout his career. You know, it's, it's not an exaggeration to say that I've been waiting for this job my whole life. I have felt for a lot of years that Tribute was supposed to be my home. You know, I think that God places things on our hearts sometimes, and He lets us know ahead of time the direction He's going to take us. And I've prayed, honestly, for this position for a lot of years, and never at the expense of, of Anthony. Anthony and all of the guys have been dear and close friends of mine for a lot of years. But my prayer would always be, Lord, if you ever see fit to change the season, would you please provide me with the opportunity to, uh, to step through the door? I can't tell you what it means to my spirit to finally be able to call Tribute Quartet home. And that's what I know it is. It's my home. Every Tuesday night, The Sound takes to Facebook Live to give a performance. The group has only missed one night since they started doing this. Here's Levi Mills of The Sound to tell us more. Interesting story. We've only missed one Tuesday night in two and a half years. What happened was we were on a cruise ship. I actually went out on the deck earlier that day and, and had signal and did a live feed and so i was checking it out and then buddy once once night came well it wasn't happening i think we have to give them a pass on that one mark it down as an excused absence longtime southern gospel fans will remember andrew ishi who says he's returning to southern gospel and will be doing some dates with the legendary quartet the kingsman in the last 14 years or so i've been the worship pastor of a church in laurel mississippi and i, I even served as their interim pastor for a while I didn't think of myself as not being a part of gospel music, but the truth is I was essentially off the road. It's it's coming back to gospel music, and so I'm planning to tour just as much as I can, but uh, I'm just praying that we are getting closer and closer to the end of COVID, and as that happens, uh, we'll make more music, and in some ways we'll be rebuilding gospel music, and I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of the reconstruction of uh, big concerts, so I'm happy to do some of that with the Kingsman Quartet. We talked about doing some dates together. We tried it.
tried it out in December and it goes over really well. The people enjoy it. You know, it's some nostalgia for a lot of people because I was with the group 20 years ago. And I got to tell you today, another fantastic lineup in the Kingsman. And I enjoy getting on the bus with them. So I'm looking forward to what we'll do together. We certainly look forward to seeing Andrew in action. I'm Greg Goodman and you're listening to Southern Gospel Now, a new weekly feature catching you up to date on the current Southern Gospel music scene. Songwriter Joel Lindsay shares with us the story behind the new Legacy 5 song, What a Day. A couple times a year, for about 15 years now, I host a co-writing retreat with a bunch of really talented friends. I invite people from all parts of the country, from all genres within Christian music, and from all levels of success. We just throw names in a hat and pick out our co-writing groups for each session. On this particular day, my name was drawn to write with Wayne Hahn, who I've written with many times through the years, and also with Michael White, who I had never written with before and didn't really know very well. This was Michael's very first retreat. So we walked into the room, you know, all of us feeling a little apprehensive because you never know (laughs) what's going to happen. But we sat down and started talking, and Michael White had this idea, and he just said, I think it would be really cool to write this song from a really fresh perspective. The idea of, man, what a day that's going to be. A familiar theme, yeah, but we, we felt like we could add a new twist to it or something musically and lyrically. And so we just jumped on it. You'll hear that song on Southern Gospel Radio these days and find a video of the song online and now the booth brothers album that never was michael and ronnie booth were sharing with fans online recently when they revealed they shelved a whole album years back here's a little trivia for you jim came with us and we recorded this album but it was very laid back it was that kind of the whole album i think it had nine easy going songs and one up kind of like that and so we were a little concerned that people may not like the pace of it that they may think it's boring we actually did a study group here's what was interesting the younger the demographic the more they liked it the older people said it's too slow i want fast songs i want more (laughs) fast songs that's too slow i'd have never seen that coming so we decided not to put the album out because Mm -hmm. it would have been the first impression with jim brady and if the majority of our people who have more experience in life than we did at the time (laughs) uh thought it was boring we didn't want the impression of jim and the new group to be oh no so we never released the album i personally would love to hear those songs wouldn't you Time for a little texting etiquette with Lefebvre Quartet's Mike Lefebvre. Texting has made things so impersonal nowadays. I think we got to be careful about how we say things on text because it can. there's no personality behind a text. I think about now, before I send somebody a text, how might they receive what I'm trying to say? And if, especially if it's something serious or business or something like that, I want to make sure that they know the heart behind what I'm saying. And things like that, you still would have never, I would have never thought about stuff like that. Mike's message ties in with the Lefebvre Quartet's current single, Practice What You're Preaching. You've heard the story of David and Goliath, but have you ever considered the actual weapon that David was using? Joseph Habedank has a song out about the giant that was taken down unbelievably. Joseph speaks to the lyrics of his song and that weapon that slayed the giant. There's a line in the song that says, The rock that I've got is a mighty savior. And that's Bible. Our God, our Jesus, is the rock of ages. And to to think that David used a little stone from a brook and he threw it at a giant and defeated Goliath, somebody that no one else could defeat. But because David had the rock of ages, not the rock from the brook, but the rock of ages, that's why he won the battle. Well, that's it for this inaugural edition of Southern Gospel Now. This is made possible by Daywind Soundtracks. 
More information available at daywind.com. I'm Greg Goodman. I hope you'll join me again next week for a fresh look at what's happening in Southern Gospel Now.